He forbears a flurry of barking, like a fist in his chest. And he'll trundle off to gather a ratty leather harness. He'll trundle back and deposit it carefully on the bed, near her open hand. And he'll sit, stay, and wait. Big Red Arrow It still feels dark when Eleanor eases the front door shut. It's 3.45. Her skin is moist from the shower. There are red scratch marks on her arms and her belly. Warren is harnessed and ready. The pavement is cool beneath her bare feet, and Eleanor is ushered downhill by a thick easterly breeze bearing pollen, bugs, dust and monoxide. She moves quickly through streets she knows. This is a straight and well-worn path. She glides silently with somnambulous detachment, round-shouldered and tilted forward, like she's towing something. Her chest is tight. Warren does not glide. He has the detachment of the barely awake. His loose body fat jostles, and his wet eyes are blinky. His head sways low to the ground. There are four things Warren hates, in order of irritation. One, early mornings. Two, seagulls. Three, children. Four, Martha Gardner. Warren yawns. His tongue curls, then unfurls, as though the yawn is a royal presentation. There is no traffic, so Eleanor doesn't pause for curbs or crossings. She doesn't stop or give way. The breeze chills her back, makes her skin taut. She is ghosted by pale streetlights. Warren quells the urge to sniff roadkill. A car door slams distantly. Reticulation ups periscope and hisses. She charges beneath an overhanging jacaranda, whose discarded lilac nipples adhere to her calloused feet. Sticky. But she doesn't stop, because moving helps. And so does water. She's almost there, and she knows. Warren steers her past two hirsute men, unpacking crates of vegetables. They watch her slip by round a corner. Closer now. Past a sleeping cafe. Past the shadow of the hospital. Past the pungent fish waft from the markets. She turns, and her pace quickens. She smells baking Turkish bread. Warren lingers. On the dewy lawn of the Esplanade Reserve, they weave beneath Norfolk Island pines. She grips the harness tight because she can smell the salt now. Warren stumps along at her left. His hackles fan as seagulls wheel above and squawk discord. He harumphs with feeling. They whip through the railway labyrinth, dip between parked cars. They jaywalk Mews Road, giving birth to a taxi pulling out of a nightclub. It whispers past, its back door streaked with vomit. A weak, incipient sun haze spreads off the hills behind them. Warren stops for a flight of steps. I know, she says. Come on. And she's on to the thick boards of the harbour platform, impatient and breathing hard. The nails of her dog click-clack as he canters alongside. The last crossing is four steps long. She pulls left, away from the listing shore of Bather's Beach, 
and follows the path beside the low limestone mole that looms close to her right. Blunt rubble peppering the sand ruins the rhythm of her steps. She sniffs. A tiny nose stud gleams. The breeze gets sharper. She slows, then stops, makes her estimation and bends, clicks her fingers, points. Okay, is it here, Warren? Look, where is it? Here? She taps granite, and Warren's tail whips as he snuffles the clefts along the seawall. Meters away, he scratches at an open cavity. Eleanor reaches into her elbow and removes a handline and a small plastic tackle box. She drops the harness, and Warren watches her calves flex as she climbs the rock wall in the half-light. The tackle rattles. He sets off slowly after her. Eleanor quickly locates...